I feel like since we don't work together anymore, these sessions are like, how are things going, man? <laughs> I don't know, a lot of lift assists. Lots <laughs> and lots of lift assists. Not being on the truck's been kind of nice. I feel like a firefighter again. Yeah? Yeah. Do you get to go to fires? Um, Yeah, we've had not as much as we had that. We were talking yesterday that one summer, I mean, it was 21 or 22. On the ladder? Yeah. Yeah, it was just every month. That was that was fantastic. All you were doing was cutting holes. Yeah, it was uh it was awesome. Basement fire, you were cutting a hole. <laughs> Even if I'm on a medical. Cutting a hole. Yeah, I've been on ro- more roofs than Santa Claus. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's a cute joke there. <laughs> All right. We're gonna start heavy and then we're gonna go light. Okay. Okay. Uh man who opened a store selling heroin and cocaine has died from an overdose. Okay. Well, you have to. It's kind of like Rachel Ray, right? What? How is that like Rachel Ray? <laughs> she's got open a cooking show, right? And it's very apparent over the years that she's been trying her own product. I like probably how, a little too much. I like how you're equating a cooking show to a man losing. I'm his equating life. the owner host. I think it just goes back to don't get high on your own supply. Well, but if you're, she probably could. Eat a little less of her meals, right? Listen, she's healthy. She's a beautiful woman. You know, she's just doing her thing, and I'm happy for her. Okay. All right? Can you overdose on food? Yes. Of course you can. Like, like uh, I don't mean like over long term. That's oh. obesity. Could you overdose? Could you eat yourself to death like in a in a one sitting? Obviously, I'm going to have to look this up. Remember that movie? Because uh, you, you can drink too much water and die. You can drown yourself. Yeah, be hyponutremic. You have to just force, like those bodybuilders, they keep forcing themselves, forcing themselves to eat. Do you remember uh, Seven? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, I think, ate himself to death, didn't he? Hmm. I just think your, I would think that you body would naturally just throw it up. Uh, according to NBC News, a 49-year-old man dies in 2003 after his stomach ruptured due to eating a big meal. Okay, so that happened. These instances are extremely rare. However, they tend to be limited to people with conditions where they lack natural upchuck reflex. (laughs) So you're right. So if you can't upchuck, this is from the Daily Meal, so you know it's legit. So I bet you they make like a medication. Well, like, isn't that what, um, don't we have some medication, you know, like nausea medication that, that helps with like your... You're upchuck, right? Wow, you're a great paramedic. <laughs> hey, don't we have like this upchuck medication? <laughs> uh, what's it called? Zofran. Come on, man. Zofran, yeah. What's that? What's the real name of it? Ondastron? Ondonzatron. No, it's not Ondonzatron. We're looking it up. <laughs> Isn't it Ondastron? It's not, it's not Endastrone. It's Ondonzatron. Wow. You're like Pretty the weirdest. Aren't I? You're the weirdest smart person I've ever met. Because <laughs> it's this random stuff. I don't, I don't really want to know this stuff, but I know it. All right, so there's some take, medics screaming at the Zofran. radio. You like overdose on Zofran, right? It keeps that upchuck to a minimum. Okay. And then you, I mean, you eat. You just eat and gorge yourself. You die. I mean, apparently this guy in 2003 did that. All right. So it can happen, but this is uh, an overdose where somebody passed away. It's very sad. Jerry Martin, 51, opened a store in Vancouver because he wanted to give people access to clean drugs and challenge a Canadian drug law. 
the man who opened the first store in Canada openly selling uh, selling tested heroin, cocaine, and meth. So basically, they were providing drugs that had been tested to make sure that they didn't have anything else in them um, so that these addicts could go and use carefully, I guess. Jerry Martin died in Vancouver on Friday a few days after he was hospitalized due to a suspected fentanyl overdose, uh, according to his partner, well, Krista Thomas. Not carrying the one product you needed. Yeah. Arcan. Yeah. Uh, although Martin survived the overdose initially, he remained unresponsive in the hospital, and his family eventually decided to take him off life support. So the majority of this article is talking about how they're trying to change the drug laws in Canada so that they can have these stores that sell tested narcotics. So it seems like in our city that we're going on these Narcan wake-ups every shift at least. And some of them are to the point, like we had one yesterday where this homeboy was just not breathing at all. And I think I have a theory on why they do it, where they do it. So, and anytime I walk into a public restroom, I open the door very slowly because I'm almost assured to have somebody slumped over on the toilet. Okay. Okay. The last four that I've had, their pants were down and like they were actually utilizing the commode, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if that's like a good time to do it. I thought that opioids stopped you up. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I knew somebody a few years back that took opioids like because they had just like uncontrollable diarrhea a lot, just bad bowels. And that's what they used to make it nice ex- make it hard nice, to shit again. Nice excuse. <laughs> right. Oh, why hey, are you taking? Yeah, why are you smoking fentanyl? Inside oh man, of- I got diarrhea. Yeah, I can't. I, <laughs> Too much diarrhea. Yeah, doctor said I had to. Yeah. I think they do it in public. You're probably places. right. They were they were getting it prescribed so they could get high. Oh, you think? Yeah. <laughs> I think they do it in public places so that if they do overdose, someone finds them. There's no consequences anymore. No, the cops didn't even show up. No, but there's no consequences. You you know, like get bailed out, you get Narcan. Yeah, but, but like if you're doing a it... A lot in- of people years ago, right? I lost a friend and that's what made me stop, you know? Now it's like, now you're just there. Hey, I saved his life. I'll save it again next time. What's the solution? Stop giving... You gotta, you have to stop. There has to be consequences, right? Do you think consequences would make people stop using those drugs? Some. Okay. I don't. I don't. I certainly don't know the answer to it, but it seems like the way we're handling it right now is clearly not working. Uh, I have some. How many opioid deaths in, let's say, twenty twenty one? That was the last time I could see statistics. 200,000. 107,000. Okay. Just in opioids in the U.S. That's unbelievable. If you... How many of those... I wonder how many of those are actually like prescription or they're illicit drug use, you know? I wonder how many of them are truly accidental, like following a surgery or something. So we had a patient uh, not too long ago and it overdose inside his car. We're on our way to the hospital. We're just jamming. And... I was like, so how long you been on the streets? He's like, oh, just two years. And I'm like, well, what did you, like, how did you start this thing? And it was from prescription medications after Started a surgery. It. Yeah. And then blues, as they call them on the streets. Uh, fentanyl is really expensive. This is, what he's, this is what this guy's telling me. And it would cost him like 80 bucks 
to be high for like a few days. And waste of life. So seriously, I agree. I mean, addiction's a, a pretty complex. I know, but just waste. Thing. Like but yeah, it's a waste. Days. Yeah, wasted life Jesus. for sure. But that's when he started using meth is because it was so much cheaper. But he still wanted to get high. And with meth, you could be for like 20 bucks, be like good for the week, according to this dude. It was nuts, man. It's nuts. But that's a clearly an issue that has been pretty publicized of how this whole thing started. But well, not, I don't think placing, making it more accessible in like large cities, you know. Providing needles, providing places to, you know, so that's not, that's not, I get what they're saying. Well, let's do it in a safe place. Let's not spread disease. Well, like you're condoning it and you're increasing and then the numbers show that. Is it, would it be a useful stopgap to help people use in a safe spot? No. Would you rather have all of that? can't assist people doing something that's bad. And say that, oh, we're doing this for your own safety. Like, you can't help them do it. I'm just, I'm... I know de- what you're thinking. Devil's advocate, side. right? So, like... Uh, can you provide me with a... Can we think of an example where helping someone do something bad has actually solved the problem? So, I don't think there... What's that quote? There are no solutions. There's only trade-offs. So, if you give them a place to do it, then my kid won't walk into a public restroom and see some dude laid out dead with his pants around his ankles. Like we've had every shift for the last couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? So like giving them a place to do it. So you're going into these calls and you're taking their pants off. I don't get it. It's that I'm a par- every single call you go on like this, you got the ones a, I go on. They're just unconscious. You got to do a trauma assessment. And that's where most of the trauma happens. Really? Yeah. Below the belt? You didn't know that? No. Terrible paramedic. I didn't know that. I'm okay being a terrible paramedic if that's the case. Well, spoiler alert, you're good at it, at being a terrible paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, we've we prescribed all these meds. We got a ton of people hooked on them as a society. And then now it's like, all right, well, what do you do with all these people? So you got somebody that's suffering from obesity. Do you just you just keep feeding them? Large meals, you know, that doesn't work either. That happens, right? Right. Like that continues to happen. That's not working. Right. Um, I just, I don't think you can assist somebody in doing the wrong thing and hope that it's going to turn into something right. Like I get what they're doing. They're saying, well, let's do it to protect everybody else. But it's just increasing the numbers. So you can get uh, your, develop a risk for addiction to opioids just after three days of taking prescribed pain relievers. So maybe that could be, you know, like you can only be on these specific pain meds for X amount of time until you need to switch to something else. You know, that could be a a way that we could maybe curb some of that or developing protocols that you can use alternative forms of pain management. But I think the bigger issue is for the majority, people just want to escape Right, it's the same reason that people are going out and getting drunk every weekend. Right, they're looking for an escape. So, if we can maybe try and make this world not so ripe with people who would just want to leave it, you know, yeah. like correct the problem before they get to that point of despair. Yeah, totally. You know, 
um, bringing up their quality of life so they feel like they don't have to do that stuff. Or maybe you know, they just don't even want to. You know, like, I don't want to mess with that because I, so, I have so many good things going. That's my pie-in-the-sky view of that. Yeah, it's a huge undertaking because it probably starts with it starts in the home and adolescence. It starts in the schools. Having two parents, like yeah. the whole nine yards. Yep. Being healthy, you know. Anyways, that was the downer. Oh, okay. That was it. All right. We did it. We got through. California captain demoted for fire truck ride at strip club. All right. (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) Uh, After a bikini-clad woman was driven around the block in a fire truck from a San Jose strip club. Chief, no one was more more surprised than I that this stripper was in the back seat. No idea. I thought she was part of the crew. I thought it was a call we were going on. Yeah, I thought she was part of the crew. Wow. The captain was demoted after this. A San Jose fire captain was demoted after firefighters gave a bikini-clad woman in heels a short ride along in a fire engine last year in an incident that was recorded and posted on social media, prompting an internal investigation. Do you Were you here when we had that, um, that, that coffee shop in the, uh, in the city? It's called Perky Cups. Oh, yeah. Right? And they're like, do not go there. We so, don't want to see a fire truck there. Well, I was living in Denver at the time. And along Colfax, there was this other um, same type of thing. Sure. Girls in bikinis. Um, it's called Hot Chicolate. That's a great name. Yeah. Pink building, like right right in your house. And I, the, the Denver fire trucks would drive through there all the time. They just pit stop. and. So we had a uh, in a, a place that I used to work. Um, they didn't pick the medics up from the hospital so if you rode in you'd have to get a cab back to the uh <laughs> to the, yeah they'd give you a uh like a homeless voucher so like basically the ambulances had these you know what the solution to that is right not right don't write in yeah <laughs> stop writing in so that's more that's another page for my how to be a bad medic book oh well yeah mission don't accomplished we had these like medical lieutenants and sometimes if they weren't busy, they'd come pick you up or if you had a bad call and they wanted to like kind of debrief you until, you know, before you got back to the firehouse. Yeah. And we had this one guy, he was awesome. And he would take you to bikini coffee every time he picked you up. And so he might go there like six, seven times a day. Oh my God. And they all knew him by name. And Nick, you're inside a city vehicle with like lights on top and all that stuff like that. Um, what was that place called? Uh, bikini express. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it was from a from a top down view, right? You have bad optics of a piece of like city vehicle inside what could be deemed as like something that's inappropriate. Hey, they're citizens though. It's a business owner. Supporting small business. If, then we can't do inspections there if we can't go there for to support the business, right? But here's the right? here's the silly reason that right answer the question. I, yes, Lieutenant. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Everybody's fighting for that inspection, the one inspection yeah. everybody wants to do. They're like, it's a roadside coffee uh, shop. You guys inspected this two months ago. We know. We're back. You're on a different schedule. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a pre-plan now. It's different. Uh, <laughs> we might. Anytime something changes here, we got to come re-pre-plan. But day. it's like this this silly way to improve morale, right? Like you have a bad call, and then automatically you are like, levity is brought to the situation so yeah it might have some bad optics but at the same time yeah but the public don't care about that no i agree they want, I agree they want good people showing up no the public doesn't care they won't care that it's oh um 
you know, bringing levity to the situation, increasing morale. They, you know, there's always somebody to. Complain. Yeah, but this guy didn't care, man. He's like, I know how important. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. The public, totally. They you don't know, care. If you just need somebody to say, we don't care. You know, right. are are they taking them for ride-alongs? <laughs> if you we know, didn't do that, you'd buy in a cup of coffee. Yeah, relax. Yeah, for supporting small business. Yeah, so you go into Perky Cups, and it was like <laughs> the size of the the coffees were like double ABCs, D, yeah, double D, yeah, yeah. Well played. I like nice, nice witty uh, establishment. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, this was a little bit different though. This was outside of a strip club, and the video basically shows this this gal. You know, she's just working, and they pick her up. And they drive her around the block, and then two minutes later, they drop her back off. That's two a min- long two, two minutes. Two minutes is a long time. A long As we minutes. all know, two it's minutes a, is a long, a long time. <laughs> 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 Every dude knows at some point in their life, two minutes is a long time. Okay? <laughs> oh, man. Nothing but class here, man. Right? So this lady... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everybody's uh, got medical gloves on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they turn, uh, they turn on their emergency lights, and they drop this this lady off. Eight months after the incident incident occurred, officials have still released few details about what, if any, disciplinary action was taken. There was a public uproar, and then this captain uh, now got demoted to what? So, um, for having an unauthorized passenger, I don't know what he got demoted to. It doesn't say. Well, I mean, you pick up anybody else and take them home. Probably not getting in trouble. Just, I mean, right? Yeah. Citizens on the side of the road and, like, needs a ride. Probably not getting in trouble. So. So, clearly, all right. Well, let's 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 go there then. They got in trouble for having an unauthorized passenger in their vehicle. So. It, dude, this isn't even a story if it's just, like, a normal person at the grocery store they give a ride to. Well, I just mean. say, had a stripper in your Fire truck. That's what you're getting demoted for. Unauthorized person. Yeah, make Transportation it... Transportation of unauthorized individual without prior approval. What the fuck are we talking about? I mean, they had to do something. Yeah. I mean, you can't... No, I just like the political wording, you know? Yeah. Because it, it'll set you up that like, oh, you're setting precedent that well, this is okay. I mean, I guess that helps if he wants to move jobs or something. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I gave a ride to somebody without getting <laughs> admin approval. That's awesome. Okay. What do you think was going through that, like the new guy's head in the back? Oh well, there's two. There's a couple types of new guys, right? There's a new guy that is just real green. Yeah, in life, and so he's like, "What is going on? Is this here? what we do? Oh, this is the best job ever." Yeah. Then there's one who's probably you know like maybe 30s and married and like he's like, "This, this is stupid." Yeah. Um, I might be new here, but yeah. This is not good. Yeah, <laughs> you guys do what you want. And then maybe there's a third. Maybe there's a third one that uh, is completely uncomfortable. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, we have a couple of those. At right. The- oh yeah. Right. Where that happens, and they're like almost in the corner, like yeah, like scared. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Being filmed, is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I bet you there are some pictures and yeah. Snapchats taken in that in that rig. Uh, let's go to some stripper facts. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I did not do this at work. How many strippers would when you... When did you do this? What's that? When did you do this? On my free time. Yeah, really? Yep. Free time, huh? Yep. At nighttime? Sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh let's look. What are you looking up? That's I'm when I... open looking up some stripper facts. Listen, Kate, I... 
I'm just looking up stuff for work. Pornhub.com? Yeah, I just... What? It's for There's work. some facts. Oh, I'm just reading the articles. I'm just trying to find some statistics. Right. Okay? Okay. Leave me alone <laughs> for two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> uh, how many strip clubs do you think there are in the U.S. as of 2023? 25,000. 4,000. Oh, I was way off. Way off, dude. Way off. Uh, but it was a fi- uh, 0.5% increase from 2022. Wow. Like, how many are in Vegas? Got to be, got to be a ton, man. What's the worst strip club name you've ever been to? You don't even have to have been I to. Can't, it. I can't. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I only know ones locally. Uh, uh Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> it was in Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, went up on a fishing trip. And, hey, uh, man, let's go to the Beave. Small town, small town, Wisconsin, dude. It was exactly what you thought it was. Um, how much do you think a stripper would make an hour? Average. This is average. Fifty bucks an hour. Uh, tw- so top. So this is broken down into top earners, seventy fifth percentile, average, and twenty fifth percentile. Huh. So like, what would you say a top earner would? A top earner? Yeah. Two hundred an hour. Twenty one dollars an hour. No way, dude. They're going to the back room. No, this right, is lap from, dances. They're if they're putting on their W twos, it says yeah, that's it the says point. Okay, 21. so twenty one an hour plus another hundred dollars an hour in cash tips. All right, so let's say we double it. Let's say we double all of this. Double what? Look, all the numbers that I have 41? for their for their annual salary. Okay, all right, all right. Let's just say you're telling me a stripper makes twenty. No. Well, we're talking average out of these four thousand. You told me top. But I'm saying out of all of these, um, like if you're the top earner at Beavers, <laughs> you're not as the same as whatever those, you know, like, okay. a, like a Las Vegas one. Okay. All right. So the average salary for top earners is $44,000. That's not a lot. But that's on W-2s. That's, I... Let's say it's 80. Uh, I think, I think reg- I, regularly over our years we've heard from people that know strippers that make 100k or more they're making six figures i think those are outliers you know i think those are not your average uh mom and pop man strippers that's a lot to expose yourself for well you don't have that only make 40 grand a year you also don't have a long lifespan yeah your uh your career is limited yeah absolutely um what would your salary need to be for you to get into that line of work do i have to transition no talking to be a no i'm saying i'm saying you're doing chippendale style i mean do i have to be good at it don't you want to be good at stuff in your life well i mean if i don't have to be good at it it's like okay i could still i could suck at this job and i'm gonna make 200 grand a year you'll suck at that job If you want to make them extra scratch, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, like how much would it have to be? Because you're up there for a few minutes, a couple songs. Right. So how many, what's what's my uh, weekly schedule? Well, first, you're going to have to start at the bottom and you're doing Monday afternoon shifts, buffet. Well, but if I can make the same, I'll I'll take day shifts. Great. You sleep at night. Right. Sleeping at night's huge, Craig. You know what okay. I love about you, buddy? You're already trying to get yourself to the best 
like shifts out of all this. Well, wouldn't day shifts be the best? I mean, not to make money. Well, but you're, I'm making, I'm, uh, let's I say that you, I'm let's say that no you have what. the perfect schedule okay. and all this. How much would it cost? Okay. So everything's taken care of, huh? I mean, I'd have to, I'd honestly have to think really hard if it was like 200 grand or more. That's an easy fucking job, dude. Yeah. I'm just taking my clothes off. Who, I mean, I mean, does that really require much talent? Oh, you mean it's song choice? Uh, put, a, put a rope in the middle, and I can. You're gonna use a rope. You know, I can hang from the rope. You're naked, and you want to have. <laughs> you want to use a rope? I don't know the pole, dude. You'd know. have. <laughs> you'd have one shift, and your stuff would be so busted. They'd be like, "Go home, man. You're covered in rope burns." Have you seen a new? No, I'm just gonna do. I'll do some rope climbs and have then you seen upside down or something. A new. No one wants to what see if, a man flip upside down. <laughs> You're the worst stripper ever, dude. But I'm making 200K. I guess. What a sideshow. <laughs> oh, God. The male body's oh, so man. disgusting. It's, it's getting it's, hot in here, yeah, Greg. Everyone's just they pay to put your clothes back on. <laughs> Cover up those birds. There it is. There it is. You're so fucking you come bad. You naked and they throw money yeah, at you. Yeah, they're like, put it back on. All right. Sure. Fine. My job's done here. Go Please, home at 4 p.m. God, put those Put dinner on the table on. for the family at 6. It's like nothing ever happened. God, best dad ever. And, right. and I'm getting rides in a fire truck. Yes, so I'm you still are. a fireman because they're going to pick me up. <laughs> for two minutes of shift. Mm, ooh. Uh, I got medical gloves on. All right. Uh, some more stripper facts. One in three strippers are truly putting themselves through college. It's actually more I, I than I thought. That. I mean, I, I'm not, not sorry. That does not surprise me. No, I we actually have a friend of a friend who did exactly that, and now she's a very successful individual. My high school Spanish teacher did that to get herself through college. What? So did you? Was it like uh, I didn't go see her? No, oh. this was before. She was way older. But did she tell you this? Yeah, she mentioned college and. It was. It wasn't like, hey, this is what I did in college. Like we were talking about how to pay for college, and and she brought it, up it came. No, nah, like it totally came up in like an appropriate way, and it was like we kind of had to like put a couple pieces together. She really wasn't like talking about it, you know. It's like, oh yeah, I worked at I worked at a club, you know, to pay for, ah through college. So and maybe like, she was kind? a cocktail. And, and it was like, no, no, it was like, what kind of club? It's like, oh, you know, club up in Boulder. I mean, like serving drinks? Yeah, you could call it that, you know, and ah, put it check. together. You know? All right. Good for her. Yeah. One in 10 strippers are married, which I... That would create problems. I would not be okay with that. Yeah, that would create problems. All right. What if they were getting $200,000 a year? Yeah, it would be up to the other person if they're okay with it. What if they're like, yep, I want to make two hundred k? Well, no, I think it'd be up to the, the, the spouse to be like, I'm okay with it. What if your spouse was saying that they wanted to do it and they I'd were... Have to, I'd have to be okay with it. I'm asking you. Would I be? 200 grand. Nah. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I don't know. I, there is an amount of money. There is? Oh, there's an amount of money. Two million, right? No problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get honey, your ass on that stage. Yeah, honey, I'll grab the glitter. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that'd, be, that'd be tough, dude. That'd be tough. One in five female strippers have dated customers. We know some people who have been on the other end of that. Uh, and three and four male strippers have dated their customers. So that's like big swing. automatic, man. Yeah. Wow. The gigolo, I think is what they're called. 
Okay. There's more than nine female strippers for every one male stripper. Who wants to see, no one wants to see a man naked. It's disgusting. We're all gross. Just vile humans. Then why do I always catch you peeking in the male bathroom when everybody else is going? I mean, what's Just trying to check doing? out the competition, baby. You know? Greg, uh, <laughs> stop. The door's <laughs> closed. Go to the bathroom. 89% were raised in religious homes and 91% oh. were still close to their parents. Oh, man. <laughs> that says, that's a good stat right there. So that, I thought that was that's it. like, you know, like that's like the Catholic school girl that goes on to regular high school. And she's like, oh, there's Crazy. more. There's more out here. Yeah. How long ago do you think the stripping profession started? 200 years ago. More. Okay, 500 years. More. Okay. 9,000. They were naked anyways. What do you mean stripping? They weren't wearing even clothes back then. In Bulgaria and Romania, archaeologists found stripper statuettes over 9,000 years old. A naked statue? They weren't strippers. That's just how they were. Thomas, they like had, Mike, like they had clothing back then. No, they okay. So just no clothes. Nine thousand yeah, years straight ago. up. Yeah, nothing. They didn't, why would they wear anything? No need to wear anything. They had like civilizations back then, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> so let me. Uh, here, here's Tom's uh, theory of evolution. Uh, there were dinosaurs, and then there was a big bang, and then what? Three thousand years ago, we they just showed up, and we started. Having Starbucks, is that kind of how your progression Evolution, of man. history happened? No. What, what's yours? Well, if you think about this, they found ruins of like very advanced societies 12,000 years ago. So like they clearly had... Well, you might be right because we were talking about the pyramids and everything. And how they, how did they get everything where they were at? You know, the size of the stones and... I mean, I mean they... And it's way... some technology involved, And it's right? way older than think that it was so do you think there was a reset you think i think that's that younger dryas impact theory which was whatever twelve thousand years ago or something like that eleven thousand something and that was another we've had resets consistently they found this basically like underground city that was capable of housing twenty thousand people this dude was in his basement and he's like hey i'm gonna break out this wall because i need like a little bit more space and he stumbles upon this like underground dwelling Damn. that eventually had from what they think is like 20,000 people used to live underneath there. Um, they had an aquifer underneath that could basically supply them with fresh water. And then they had uh, points of defense, like ways to defend themselves. So there was clearly people who were living up top trying to get in. So, yeah, I mean, I think we've had resets consistently throughout history. Okay. So, yeah. I'm on board with that. And what does every good, well-rounded community need? Clothes? Strippers. Oh. Yeah. And clothes for them to take off. So you can be a stripper. Yeah. Yeah. Circle of life, man. Right. Circle of life. That's evolution right there. Yeah. I want to add a new segment to the show. And it's called, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Do we just start off with that each time? Yeah. What are we doing? I'm like, what are we doing here? Okay. Okay. What do you got? Fraud tip exposes Oregon firefighters using station facilities to wash personal vehicles. What are we doing? Okay. Portland, obviously. Fire and rescue officials say cleaning cars is broadly accepted, but they plan to develop a new policy in uh, basically how that's going to have to occur. All right. Portland firefighters are in the hot seat for frequently using their fire stations as a personal car wash. 
the city's elected watchdog said Thursday. Um, city Auditor Mary Hull there's, Caballero. There's going to be nobody that's going to want to be a fireman. It gets worse, man. 20, 30 years. Why would so, you want to be? So City Auditor, who I'm sure is a hoot to hang out with, Mary Hall Caballero said an investigation by her office found members of Portland Fire Rescue had violated rules against personal use of city resources after receiving permission to do so from their bosses. Uh, a tip to the city's fraud hotline prompted an initial probe, which began to look at whether an on-duty firefighter last June had been sudsing his own vehicle at the station where he worked. What are we doing? This is dumb. So it, it basically is saying that there when there used to be like lines, like thousands of people signing up for tests. Remember that? There's not going to be anymore. All right. Here's where I find this to be start of crazy town, right? Okay. It is, it is Portland. So you're using city resources for personal use, right? That's, They're called that is personal the problem. Gain. That is the problem, right? right. So are you going to say that we can no longer charge our cell phones at work? That's personal. Can we no longer brush our teeth? How do we work? Because we're using city water. We bring in our food, but then we use the kitchen, gas, electric to cook the food for us. We pay for the food, so we bring in our own property. So we bring in our own car. But aren't you using? And we use the water. Aren't you using city resources? I have hundred percent private use. Yeah, well, to to cook the, the food that we bought. Well, I have a question, Miss Auditor Mary Hall. You ever go to the bathroom at work? That's a city resource you're using for personal use. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Right? So now you got to go to... I think lawyer's going to have fun with this. I just like these firefighters and police, whoever, right? They're working in one of the, the worst... city just needs to say, no, we're not going to look into this. No, we're okay with this. No, it's a perk of the job. Done. Instead of, I'm going to investigate this and I'm going to enforce... No, we're not. And when the anonymous complaint, which in high likelihood might actually be another firefighter. Who's just mad. Right. You know, uh, when they finally uh, turn into an adult and put their name on it, then you can tell them to their face, no, we're not looking into this. It's okay. Uh, There's a balance, right? You don't want to have this be like, you can use anything at the firehouse right. all the time. You know, you want to do a complete engine rebuild? Like, okay, there's... Well, I mean, not... But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. People will... It takes away. People yeah. will, but like, do the right thing. Remember when we were... Remember when we... And that's probably still happening. We were landscaping the city's property. Oh, and... Right? Yeah. Well, is that part of the job description? We're taking care of the city's property, so we're actually taking that, so why can't we wash See? our cars? Again, what are we doing? What are we doing? So it's a new segment. Send us some what are you doing? Nice. <laughs> there was a request. We had a request for a show. What's that? Ghost stories. You have ghost story? I do. Okay. So if you have any and you want us to uh, have them on the show, send us mail at the-tanner.us. And um, we'll put together some some creepy stories. We had some good ones at work the other day. The ones that made me have the goosebumps. That happened at our fire stations. You scream like a girl? No, man. I got a pretty tough no, scream. 
You want me to do it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself, okay? Man, if I don't touch, <laughs> never mind. <laughs>